This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 4th of May. In your sport today, the AFL apologises for umpire abuse, the Saudi League is locked in, O'Sullivan is a snooker star, and the 100 reasons to run. This is your sport today. We're going to start with the big story in Aussie rule. So a report came out a few days ago and it revealed what some female umpires have had to go through during their careers, and that includes sexual harassment on and off the field. Luce, the AFL, they've now apologised. Yeah, this happened last night and was in response to that report that you were talking about that came from the University of Sydney. In it, female umpires explained why they have been leaving the sport. A lot of them said they have been sexually harassed by players or colleagues during games or in the sheds, and that included being touched and being sent illicit photos. The decline in women umpires is a big issue because they make up 10.8% of umpires across all levels of the game and just 2.6% at A. Yeah, so the AFL, they were handed the report in late 2021, but they only responded yesterday. Luce, what exactly did they have to say? Well, CEO Gilly McLaughlin is currently overseas, so we heard from acting AFL Chief Executive Kylie Rogers. She said past behaviours were totally unacceptable and encouraged anyone who had been abused to make a report to the AFL's integrity and security team. Rogers apologised to all female and non-binary umpires and said the league would act on the 11 recommendations that were in the report to make sure everyone feels safe and wants to stay in AFL. Yeah, and she thanked the university of Sydney and also the report's author, that's Dr. Victoria Rawlings. She now wants to see more female umpires come back to the sport. One of the big stories in world golf this year has been the Breakaway Rebel Tour that's being funded by the Saudi Arabian government and headed up by Aussie legend Greg Norman. Now, we haven't heard much from Norman, but this week he has spoken about what the tour was going to look like. Uh, But Luce, that was before Phil Mickelson intervened. Yeah, Gabs, it was going to look a lot different to what's coming up this year. Norman told ESPN the tour was set to announce a 14-event schedule and a roster of players, which included at least 15 of the top 50 players in the world. That announcement was going to be made during a PGA event in February, but just days before it all fell apart. Mickelson was going to be one of the big names, but an article published quotes of his calling Saudi Arabians scary and that he was only playing to get leverage on the PGA. Norman says those quotes hurt everybody and changed everything. Yeah, so he says that once those quotes were released, everybody, that's the players, the PGA, the Saudi tour, everybody got the jitters. It is going to look a little bit different, but loose, it's still going to go ahead. There'll be eight events this year, starting with the LIV Golf Invitational. That's in London, and it starts on June the 9th. 
to football news now, and the Men's World Cup is a little more than six months away in Qatar, where stadiums, roads, hotels, even a new city have been built to hold the tournament. Reports say that thousands of migrant workers have been hurt or died during the construction, but loose. FIFA president Gianni Infantino says the workers should feel proud. Yeah, he said when somebody is given work, even in hard conditions, you give them pride and dignity. Infantino said this in the US yesterday at a global conference when he was asked if FIFA would use any profits to help out the families of workers who had died. A report from The Guardian said that 6,500 migrant workers had died during the construction of the World Cup infrastructure, but Infantino said three people had died working on the stadiums. The World Cup has drawn a lot of eyeballs to the working conditions in Qatar, And in response, a minimum wage of $1.80 per hour has been brought in by the government. Yeah, and Infantino, he says that FIFA feels proud about its part in setting up that minimum wage for hundreds and thousands of migrant workers. But he didn't directly answer the question when asked whether FIFA would support the families of those who lost loved ones. Yesterday was Team List Tuesday in the NRL, and the big story is that Tom Trebojevic is back. This is great news for the Seagulls and the New South Wales Blues, but Blues, maybe not so good for Fez's Tigers. Yeah, probably not. Sorry, Sam. (laughs) Fullback Trebojevic is back after he missed four games due to a knee injury. The Sea Eagles won two and lost two while he was out, and that's not bad because Manly has won about 30% of their games since 2019 when he's been out. And the other person who'll be happy is Blues coach Brad Fittler. The first State of Origin game is five weeks away, and Trebojevic is coming off a player of the series performance in 2021 when he played in the centres. Great news for Manly and great news for New South Wales fans. I'm very happy. It is going to be a big day for the Trebojevic family this weekend. The game on Saturday is going to be the first time that brothers Tom, Jake and Ben have all played together at Four Pines Park. All right, it's time for today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app where you can get all the latest NRL news and scores. How many tries did Tom Trebojevic score last season? Luce, got a clue for us? Well, Trebojevic is 25 and it was higher than that. That is a lot of tries. All right, I'll have the answer at the end of the show. Let's go to some snooker news now because the biggest event of the year wrapped up yesterday. Ronnie O'Sullivan, he beat Judd Trump to win the World Championship and Luce, he was pretty emotional afterwards. Yeah, and why wouldn't he be? O'Sullivan's 18 frames to 13 win was one of the most important of his career. The man they call Rocket has now won the event seven times and that equals Stephen Hendry for the most wins at the Crucible in Sheffield. It also means he's won a world championship in each of the past three decades. He's first coming back in 2001. O'Sullivan, who's 46, is also the oldest winner of the event. He's usually very laid back, but he was in tears and hugged Trump for more than a minute after the match. Yeah, I don't know if he was just relieved or really emotional. Maybe he was just super happy because, you know, he won close to $900,000. 
If you want to feel lazy, then this is the story for you. American Lester Wright, he set a new world record over the weekend for the 100-metre sprint for 100-year-olds. Luce, I feel lazy just hearing this. It's probably time I return to the treadmill. Well, you've got plenty of years to train to break the record, so <laughs> don't worry about it, right? <laughs> and Wright said before the race at Penn Relays in Philadelphia that he wasn't racing for second or third. He was going for the record, and it was very close in the end. His time of 26.34 seconds was about half a second faster than the old world record. Wright has been sprinting since the 1930s, but had to put it on hold because of World War II. He served in a segregated unit in Normandy and the Battle of the Bulge. And when he returned as a sergeant, he took up sprinting again at the age of 30. This wasn't the first record he's broken. He set the record for the fastest 200 meter time for over 75s when he was at 76. Yeah, and he might not be done yet. He hasn't ruled out returning next year. As for me, well, I've got about 40 years, I think, to start preparing for that (laughs) 200-metre record, so I'm off to the gym. (laughs) All right, it's time for Catch This, so we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up. And as we record this, the UEFA Champions League semi-final between Liverpool and Villarreal has just kicked off. But, Luce, I think all eyes are on tomorrow's game in Madrid. Yeah, tomorrow morning it's going to be Real Madrid taking on Man City. Yep, Man City up 4-3 after the first leg. Let's see if Real Madrid can come back. That game's on Stan Sport and it kicks off at 5am. All right, let's get back to today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. I asked, how many tries did Tom Trebojevic score last season? Luce, it's more than 25. What is it? We said he's 25 and it's more than that and it's 28 tries. That is a lot. And he also had 28 tries. No wonder he was named Dally M medalist last season. All right, that is us done for the day. Luce, you're going to be back tomorrow with Fez. I'm off until next week. May the 4th be with you. 